Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. This is Didier with Didier Mortgage, and today we're going to talk about appraisals. I did a, a little video on that uh, earlier this week, and I think it's important. So I really want to dwell, dwell into these appraisals and what's going on. So really, the topic is called appraisals. What do you need to know about them, and what if? So let's do the first order of business. When you get a contract on a home, or you're going to refinance, when is uh, when do you order an appraisal? Well, that's a great question. If you're doing a purchase, I recommend after the home inspection. I never like to see a customer go ahead and pay for a home inspection and pay for an appraisal. We have to take the appraisal fee by credit card because remember in previous, you have to have, uh, it goes to a property management company and it's ordered, that's the third party. And they do a random selection of an appraiser which again, it's against the law for us to talk to them. So it's a great deal. I like most cases, I love it when they uh, choose it because you have no control. We, the broker, can't get involved. So it's definitely a, a third party and it protects you. So on a purchase, okay, I don't order appraisals till after the home inspection. And that's really quite simply because I don't want you to double dip and pay. If the home inspection is horrible, why would I want you to go through the cost of an appraisal fee? You get whacked for a thousand bucks and then we got to find another home. So that's really the reason there. On a refi, it's simple. You know, you have your loan. I like to run it through DU, make sure everything's okay. And then absolutely get the appraisal ordered and get going on it. So you kind of know. Home inspection first, appraisal second. Now, I've got one realtor that I'm working on on the contract today, and he's kind of skeptical about it. So he wants to order the appraisal up front first, get the value, then do the home inspection. So, you know, you may have come across that, but I just don't like to see a double billing until we know for sure. What happens if the value is higher, the same, or lower? Well, if the value is higher, all you ever do is say it appraised. It's not anybody's business. If it comes in the same, you're fine. It appraised. So that's really the terminology of uh, other people like the listing agent or whoever's asking. The home just appraised. That's the answer. It appraised, which is totally truthful. What happens if it comes lower? Well, we look at it differently, and we'll just make up numbers. You're buying a $100,000 home. You get an appraisal that comes in for ninety. Well, we don't look at a hundred anymore. We look at ninety. So whatever you're putting down, you're going to put down on 90 and then you've got to come up with 10,000 extra. So that could be a big problem. So we'll go over solutions and some things to think about because appraisals are kind of different now. You know, you have a, a management company, they get their fee, that goes to a third, you know, that's the third party, the appraiser does it. That appraiser is not making the money they made when before the Dodd-Frank 
before they had a management company to contend with. So they got a smaller piece of the pie and they got to do more volumes and mistakes happen. It's just part of it. So what I do and recommend and what we do is we give the appraisal to you and your realtor and your realtor will go over to the listing agent and send it over. So we do that so that they can look at the appraisal, look at the comps. And hopefully you guys can work it out. Maybe you guys meet in the middle. Maybe something happens to where it's a workable situation or they brought the price down. They don't pay close. Whatever the situation may be, hopefully it works. But all of a sudden, you know, we got limited inventory and everyone's got an ego. So sellers are going to hang on to it and say, nah, we're going with this one. And uh, let's get another appraisal. Well, there are kind of two things you can do. And it's kind of important you understand what you can do. One, you can have the realtor, you know, we give them the forms. They go ahead and give all the comps and all the things that they feel that could adjust the value. And they go ahead and basically give it to uh, our processing staff, who then in turn goes ahead and they give it to uh, they give it to the property management company, which goes to the appraiser to do whatever adjustments. Now remember. When we're doing that, the situation may be is they're probably not going to change it. They've done their appraisal. They'll go through it. It's not like they're going to go, oh, my bad, I made a mistake. So sometimes you do. You'll get a really bad appraisal. Or sometimes they're really just right on the mark and everyone's having a hard time. But if you really have a bad appraisal, you can challenge it. But I'm going to tell you, you may get a grand or two, but you're certainly not going to get the value. I've never seen that. Now, people say that listen to my podcast, well, I've got it done. I got it back. Well, God bless you because I, I have it and I do a ton of business. So you may find that may be a difficult one. One of the times that we do as a broker, I'll just flip it over to another lender and reorder the appraisal. It's another cost to the borrower, the seller, or the realtor, whoever. And usually they come out. If it's a really bad appraisal, they'll come out. I had one that was like 35000 off. And we got another one came in 2000 higher. So maybe the appraisers are absolutely correct on that one. But I've had them where they're 40000 off and the second appraisal came back and it went 5000 overpriced. So really, you know, it's really interesting that you have it. So if you have a really bad appraisal, I'm just going to tell you up front, don't bother challenging it. Switch gears, go to a different lender. As a broker, we can flip it and order another appraisal because you're not going to get anywhere with the present one. They're not going to make those adjustments. And I find that to be quite the deal. They're not going to. They keep moving. They'll look it over. And once they stand by it, they stand by it. And it's an opinion. It's an opinion of value. So, you know, there's many variables. And I have to say, overall, I think they do an incredible job. But, you know, sometimes you can have that odd appraisal that's just way off. So I'm not saying it's a, a normal occurrence. It, it just does happen. But I'd say, overall, you know, we're pretty blessed with getting appraisals at the price or above. And for you refinances, I really recommend, and my purchases, I recommend this very strongly. I say you get with your realtor, you go ahead and get uh, comps, and then when the appraiser comes in, offer it. You know, they know what they're doing, but if, if you have something that you know that a realtor could pick out a comp that's they're similar, why not? I, I find out the, the major, the major difference is when a realtor doesn't show up at the home to meet the appraiser. I think there's value to that. 
It's nothing that's against the law or anything, but it's there to say, hey, I got these comps. These are here. These are the things that have been done to the house, this, this, and this. They don't know. They're coming in, going through the house, and they're leaving. But to share with them and educating them, that's really helpful because, you know, they're getting a fraction of the money they made from before time. So they've got to do twice as much, three times as much work in volume. So if you can help them out, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We, the broker, can't talk to them, and we don't talk to them. If we want to do a, uh, you know, a dispute, we got to go through the property management company. So you guys are the best you know, line of defense, and when you don't show up, it shows. It shows time, more times than not, so you can't be overly confident. I think you need to really be there to go over with them and to help them out. If this lower, what can you do? We just went over all that. Is there a solution? How does it affect conventional FHA and VA? So we did talk about it, but conventional, I say I'll switch to a different lender. FHA and VA, you know, there's a connection, the FHA connection, the VA connection. Once that appraisal is done, it's in that system for six months. So you get a guy coming in with an FHA or girl, whoever, they go in there, get the appraisal. It comes in less and they walk. You won't negotiate. Uh... Don't take an FHA or VA loan because that's going to be staying with the, the house for six months. It's, uh, you, you're not going to be able to take that kind of financing, so you have to switch gears. That'll reduce that particular buyer from purchasing your home because that appraiser's there, and it's already done, and it stays with the home. So it's kind of important to know that, you know? So it's kind of important to really know that the situation, that FHA, VA, it's all linked in. There's the connection for the VA, VA connection, and and the appraisal stays with the house. So you can't really do much about that. In fact, my processor mentioned that to me this morning, and I've been getting emails from all kinds of people uh, talking about it. And that's a great point. And that's what we have to do. We have to engage and work with one another. Uh, let's talk about something that's coming up that's kind of exciting. It, it saves you money, but I'm also a, a little apprehensive for what I'm going to tell you. Appraisal waivers, how does that work? Well, we're finding that Fannie Freddie has such a huge database that if you have 20% down, that you can get an appraisal waiver. They can go and say, listen, we don't need appraisal. So you don't have to spend $450. And let's specify that's for Fannie Freddie conventional loan that does not cover FHA or VA. So appraisal waivers are coming, and, and that's kind of huge. And then drive-bys are there. Those are happening. But, you know, with the waivers, I'm only – the only thing I look at for the long term as the big tech companies are buying the homes at a discount, turning around and selling them, if no appraisals are required, then it's kind of a fake market, isn't it? And I think you have to have an appraisal, a drive-by. You have to have something. It can't go on every aspect. And I think appraisal waivers are great, but then do we become like a stock market? I, I, I got a like apprehension that I don't want to see all homes that are in a database and everything's waived, you know, because it's 20% down. Is it going to change down the road to 10, 5% down? Is that going to happen? I don't want to see that. 20% is cool. If you can get an appraisal waiver, say 450 bucks if you choose. Uh, some choose to have it waived. Some have to have it. Now, if you have a waiver, and I've just learned this, and you choose to have the appraisal and it comes in less, your appraisal waiver does not matter anymore. You got an appraisal. It's there. They will have to deal with it. So just note that, uh, that you're going to have to deal with it if you take the appraisal and it comes in less. 
So that may, you know, go back to bargain and stuff like that. But that's kind of something you need to know. So appraisal waivers are happening on conventional loans, but is that about a 20% down? And sorry, folks, I don't want to see it at five or 10. I just don't. Because that means we're going to get away from appraisals. That 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 destroys the appraisal industry, and all those people are not employed anymore. But more, it's great to have an opinion of an appraiser doing the comps and looking at it. And yes, I understand they have a gazillion homes in their database, but you know you don't know with you know inside the home, and and that's where realtors are so darn important. And, and I'm, I, I'm kind of wavering a little bit saying, hey, you got these big tech companies, but a realtor is on it. They're going to meet the appraisal. You're going to get the top dollar for your home and they're going to show the comps. And I just don't want to see us go to an era where that doesn't matter in, in, because it does. It's part of the system. It's part of the processing. Alone. It's part of the, pro, the W-2s and the, your tax returns and your bank statements and your credit score. It's all part of it. And you can't be getting rid of all of that. I just don't see how that makes sense. I know technology is moving quickly, but it, I just think it's important. And that's just my own bias. So is this something that will continue to expand the appraisal waiver and how does it affect us? I went over it with you. So as long as they don't change the loan to values, I think they stay strong and they have a proven record that that was fine. You know, because I think you have to have a beta test. If you do the appraisal waivers, Fannie Freddie, that's great. But let's just check it over so many years to make sure that if, if houses wind up in foreclosures or things happen or let's find out that it wasn't a value issue, you know, because we know the market changes. We have up, downs, medium. But I just think that you got to have a test on it for a, a period of time and really test it through before you start changing maybe loan to values. So really in summarizing everything I've just talked about, appraisals are important. And, you know, we talked about that you may get a bad one and they do happen. And we talked about solutions. You know, you can try to dispute it. And are you going to get lucky? No. You just switch it to another lender, get another appraisal. It's just blatantly bad. And everyone even, and I've had them where the buyers are like, this doesn't make sense. These sales are here. This is here. I'll pay for it. I want another one. So you got to do it. You know, sometimes there's that. And everyone has a bad day and it may cost some extra money and switching around but you do have that solution. And again, remember what I talked about appraisals and home inspections. You really don't want to do both of them at the same time. I don't encourage it. Don't want you to spend your money until you get the home inspection done. You know the house is fine. Then go get the appraisal. I hope I've been helpful on this, on these uh, appraisals. I think they're important. And just to touch base, I'll go on home inspections. I think a home inspection is crucial. Don't blow them off because, you know, the appraiser isn't really going to go test the life of the roof, the life of the air conditioner. The appraiser is simply going off the comparables. They're not going into these comparables and going into these homes. They're not going in there. You know, you're getting a value. I, I, you know, they're not going to check the, the life of the AC, the roof and anything else. You know, a home inspector is going to pick up a lot of great things and that's an added expense. Now, when we do your loan, we don't, we don't put home inspection on your good faith estimate. We tell you, get a home inspection, but I really don't think you should bypass it. You know, you're buying, it's a large investment. You're buying your home. You know what? We're going to bring you through the ringer. We're going to get to the finish line. You're going to get your appraisal. You're going to have title to make sure it's clear. We're going to check you up and down through ProLogic and make sure and validate everything you have. Appraisal is going to be done. It's just don't have the home inspection. Yeah, got to have the home inspection. 
because you don't want to close and all of a sudden you got this going out, that going out. And that's not to say that it's not going to go out, but it is something to know that you had it checked and, and things happen. When you own a home, you have expenses. So I, I hope this has been helpful. You know, I've got a website. It's www.ddamortgage.com. And uh, I, check it out. I got a video section. I got a podcast section. And really, I'm out here to educate you. That's all I'm wanting to do. I want to educate you. I want to prepare you. I want you to know all the things. And, and you can shoot me an email. So I'm sure where you're looking or listening to, uh, if you go to my website, they got my email address. If you're on whatever channel, I'm sure it's there. You know, pick my brains. Ask me a question. I've got over 30 years experience of doing mortgages and that's pretty much all I know. So I, I, I look forward to hearing from you. If you got something that's not appraisal issue, if you got a loan in process and I'm not getting the loan, don't worry about it. I can tell you right now what's going on. I get so many phone calls that people call up and they're, you know, I got turned down and I can talk to them for like two minutes and find out, yeah, I wouldn't have done the loan. You, you, this is your problem, but we don't have, you know, it just, we have that going on. So I just consider me whether you're a buyer, your seller, or if you're uh, a realtor, give me a shout. Let me know. I'm here to help out. So Didier buying Florida, but I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage. I hope this has been inform good information for you and uh, look forward to the next one. I love doing this. I love communicating. I love sharing. So until then, have a wonderful week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.